Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello, hello, good morning and welcome to this week's podcast with me, Gail, from Sober Bliss. Today I am in my office, I'm wrapped in a blanket, under a blanket, because it's actually really horrible and cold and windy outside, Um, but I feel quite safe and cocooned in my little blanket den, as Nico would say. So it's Wednesday. Um, I've had a bit of a tricky morning technology-wise. This is attempt number four, I think, to record this podcast. So I hope that it reaches you safe and well. And I'm still feeling all Christmassy despite the technological problems. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, Not how to feel Christmassy because I did a podcast about that last week. So if you haven't listened to that, then go ahead and listen to it. And I guarantee that you will feel all magical and sparkly when you've finished. Today, I want to talk to you about um, what to do if you're struggling with your sobriety this Christmas. What to do if you think you might struggle to not let it be an all-out alcohol fest or if you struggle to stay on your path at Christmas time. And I was just reflecting earlier about my own first alcohol-free Christmas, which happened at around, I think, nine months in. And even though it was scary, the thought of it was scary and daunting, and I wasn't really sure what it was going to be like, it was important to me to stay true to myself and to continue what I'd been doing for the past nine months. Um, you know, I had many Christmases in the past where I drank all the way through. I can't remember a lot of them. There are some that I do remember for the wrong reasons. And I just didn't want that to happen. You know, I didn't want to let all of the advertising all of the you know what other people are doing the all-round drinking other people's behaviors creep in and influence me it was important that I stayed sober but at the same time I wanted to enjoy it I wanted to experience it fully and not basically hide under the duvet until it was all over Christmas is a magical time and like I mentioned before if you listen to last week's podcast then I share with you ways that you can bring in that magic and sparkle at Christmas when you're not drinking. 
But before I dive into today's episode, I just want to give a shout out, I suppose, to the ladies in my magical AF Christmas experience who are doing really, really well and really enjoying the Christmas vibe without alcohol, obviously. You know, I think our trees are up. Well, as you know, my tree's been up now for about three weeks. One of the ladies went to a book club party and she didn't drink and she felt amazing afterwards. Some of the ladies have been wearing their festive onesies already and I made some muffins the other day. And yesterday I did a Christmas vision board with my family yesterday morning and it was really a lot of fun. It was prompted actually because I told Nico, my youngest, that he wasn't allowed any devices and so no laptop no phone because I caught him chatting to a friend the night before when we'd all gone to bed so that was his kind of punishment but at the same time I didn't want him to kind of just sit there and twiddle his thumbs so I decided that we would do a family Christmas vision board and it was really nice actually just to sit there with old magazines scissors glue paper And we had a really lovely time. And it is these moments, these little activities that help us to see that actually you can have a magical Christmas and festive season without alcohol and still have fun and enjoy yourself. So today I wanted to dive in a little deeper and help you if you are struggling or if you think you might struggle with your decision not to drink or to drink less over the the festive uh, season. Now, we know that being alcohol-free at Christmas is the best gift you can give yourself and your family. And while you might absolutely want to do this, I do get it. It can be challenging. I know that Christmas time and the whole of the festive season can be triggering if you're not drinking and sometimes difficult to manage without those feelings of being tempted or that you might be missing out on some level creeping in. I also know that it is the most magical experience of your sobriety to date if you take some simple steps to protect yourself and really I want you to embrace this festive season from a place of love, joy and magic. Uh, So again if you want some ideas on how to do that then do go back and listen to last week's podcast. And also this is quite interesting, I want to share with you something that one of my clients said to me the other day. We were talking about Christmas in general and she said, you know, I didn't come this far. I haven't gone through this process with you only to throw it away just because it's Christmas. And I know that is how many of you are feeling right now. It's kind of like that saying, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's something like this. You didn't come this far only to come this far. And really, just because it's Christmas, it shouldn't be a reason or an excuse for you to stray from your path if you really do want to spend the festive season alcohol-free. 
On that note, though, I do want to say that I want you to be gentle with yourself. You are human. We all human. <laughs> and while you might be clear that you don't want to drink, you're not going to drink, and you'll try your best, I know you'll try your best, I don't want you to feel like it's kind of the end of the world or, you know, you're going to go back to old ways if you do slip up and, and have a drink. Um, the goal is actually not to be sober. The goal in this journey and the work that I do is to get you to a place where you love yourself, respect yourself and are really happy with the life that you've got so much that you don't need to make it better. You don't need to enhance the moments or numb out or escape from it with alcohol. Now I know that some people laugh at the word journey and it is a journey, I don't know why they find it funny um, and I know that often we can rate our success on the amount of sober time that we have, you know the number of sober days, weeks, months that we've racked up but really if you are here listening and taking steps to change your life for the better by changing your relationship with alcohol then you are already succeeding. So I just want you to think about that for a moment. You are already succeeding. But don't misunderstand me here. This is not a pass to throw in the towel just because it's Christmas. Because honestly, Christmas without alcohol is the absolute best. But at the same time, if you think you might struggle to get it right to do it perfectly then I'd love for you to consider having some support in place ready for January which will just feel so good honestly you're just going to be so relieved and happy that no matter what happens you will be supported in January and it might just take the pressure off yourself a little because when we don't feel pressurized, when we feel good, when we feel at ease, then life does flow a lot nicer and a lot easier. And I'll talk a little bit more about what I mean by having support in place in January a little bit later on. But first, um, before I share with you some tips that I've got on what you can do if you're struggling or if you think you might struggle, then let me ask you this. If you 100% just knew that you would have the most fabulous time this festive season and any thoughts of drinking or being tempted or missing out just didn't happen, how would that make you feel? Does that make it easier for you to manage things, do you think, and, and stick to your choice and decision that this Christmas is going to be fun and wonderful and sparkly and magical without alcohol? Does it help you to relax a little bit and feel safe? You know, the main reasons that I'm hearing at the moment when it comes to the struggle around Christmas and drinking or not drinking is the worry that we'll miss out 
correct somehow um, because of what other people are doing. In fact, somebody said to me the other day that a lot of what they do or don't do is always about other people. And being a people pleaser myself, and you probably are as well, I can totally relate. But honestly, if you, like I said, 100% knew that you wouldn't miss out on anything and that everybody you met would be fully supportive and love you no matter what and help you and be on board with your choice not to drink, does that help? Does that make it easier to make the decision to choose not to drink? Because this is actually the very first thing that I want you to do. I want you to decide that you want an alcohol-free Christmas. Or at the very least, you don't want an alcohol fest. Or a repetition of last year, the year before, you know what I mean. Uh, You want to enjoy this Christmas alcohol-free. So go ahead, make that decision. Make the decision that, yes, you will have a wonderful Christmas and you know that you will be supported. I am here for you. You will have a lovely Christmas and you will have it sober. This is such an important step. As long as you are clear and the choice and the decision comes from a place of love, joy, excitement and happiness. You know, having that clear decision already made is really liberating. It gets rid of the conversations in your head. It gets rid of the the will I, the won't I. It gets rid of the, well, if I have a drink here, then I won't have one there and Maybe I'll allow myself just one. You know, that's gone. That toing and froing and umming and ahhing is gone. And that is honestly really freeing. So protecting your sobriety at Christmas, staying sober if you want to, it is a choice. It's your choice. It's your decision. And once you are clear about that, then you can take steps to help and support you along the way and that's what I'm going to help you with today so first of all even though it's your choice your decision your responsibility you should never feel alone I don't want you to feel alone in this there is support and help out there and there are other people doing exactly the same thing as you are so if you are feeling anxious or triggered or nervous then reach out to your support network, whatever that looks like for you. And as I said, I am here for you as well, so you can always get in touch with me. But for now, let's make that decision together. Let's decide right now that yes, you do want a magical and lovely alcohol-free Christmas. And I'm going to help you to stay true to that decision with the following tips and advice so the first thing that I want you to do after deciding that you want a fabulous alcohol-free Christmas is to plan for it it sounds boring but it's absolutely essential 
And if you think about it, we actually plan for everything. You know, we plan what we're going to eat. We plan what time we're going to get up. We plan what we are going to wear for work, where we're going to go on holiday. So why shouldn't we plan for Christmas? It is possibly the most important thing that you can do. The more you can plan and prepare in advance for any particularly difficult situation, then the easier it will be to handle. So always remember as well that if something seems just too much, no matter how much you plan and prepare for it, if it just seems too risky, then you don't have to go. If your people-pleasing tendencies will put you at risk, if they will make you tempted and you're really unsure whether you'll be able to resist that temptation, then you have to say no. And if this is your very first alcohol-free festive season, then you might have to say no to some things. But that's okay. So I'd love you to get a piece of paper, or if you've got my Christmas sobriety planner, then there's a section in there to do what we're going to do now, specifically around events and socialising, because it's those kind of situations that can make us um, feel tempted or that we might miss miss out. So we're going to talk about that from the lens of events and socialising. So look at the whole month of December or what your festive season looks like for you. As you know, I live in Spain and here in Spain, actually Christmas Day isn't as big a thing as it is for people in the UK and other places around the world. For the Spanish people, December the 24th is their kind of big family get-together And then they do their present giving on the 6th of January. So the festive season for them lasts all the way through until the end of the first week in January. So whatever your festive season looks like, make sure you take that into consideration when you do this. So on your blank bit of paper or in the planner, write down all of the events that you've been invited to. Anything that you are planning on going to or hosting, you know, everything from family get-togethers, shopping trips, activities with the kids, if you plan to meet friends, and also obviously Christmas Day, Boxing Day, uh, New Year parties, everything. Look at it all from a bird's eye view. And two things might happen when you do that. You might just notice that actually there's really not that much going on and perhaps you are worrying about what equates to maybe four or five hours in the whole scheme of things or you might look at everything you've got written down and you might think wow gosh there's such a lot there no wonder I'm feeling a bit anxious and overwhelmed So once you see everything laid out in front of you, it is much easier to put it into perspective. And then when you can see everything, you can look at these events, these occasions, these situations individually. 
and decide, do I want to go? Do I have to go? Um, you know, if I do want to go, if I do have to go, then you can begin to plan and prepare for them. Now, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail here about how to handle social events sober because I've got a blog on that and there's a video which I'll put the link to in the show notes. But some simple things that you can do is to find out as much as possible about the place, the event beforehand. You know, who's going, what alcohol-free alternatives will there be. Make sure you have a list of about four or five drinks that you can easily um, enjoy and ask for. Are you able to take your own alcohol-free drinks? Um, Arrive late, leave early, drive if you can, and never be afraid to leave the table or the room, go outside, go and sit in the loo if you need to. Again, don't let your kind of people-pleasing tendencies to make you stay somewhere for any longer than is absolutely necessary. If you are hosting at home, and also this is just a good thing to do at home, stock up on as many delicious alcohol-free drinks as you can. There's such a brilliant range available right now, so you really can fill your glass with something gorgeous and special and sparkly and grown up. You know, just because you're not drinking alcohol doesn't mean that you can't have a gorgeous drink. And think about snacks and food and other treats for yourself as well. So go into detail here. So for example, if you know that you're going Christmas shopping next week and you'll be tired and stressed after a full day, make sure you've got something in place for when you come home. Whether that be a nice alcohol-free beer waiting for you, whether you text someone and say, put the kettle on, I'm five minutes from home, or if you have somebody to have dinner ready or something when you come in, so you don't have the opportunity to think, to make a decision, to decide. You know, it's already there waiting for you. And similarly, think about how you can prepare yourself before you go out. So not just having places, sorry, not just having things in place (laughs) for when you come back, but also um, see yourself in that particular situation. Practice what you will do, what you will say. Um, Think about what you're going to wear. Visualize yourself having a really good time and not drinking As you know, I do a lot of visualization in my work and it's not just daydreaming, it's actually preparing yourself in advance, focusing on the good feelings, focusing on the atmosphere, practicing what you will do and say before you even do it, which makes it much easier when you go into the situation for real because you've already done it, even though you've already done it in your head. Your brain doesn't actually know the difference between imagining things and carrying them out in real life. So there's a few quick tips for you um, 
in terms of socializing and just in general is there anything that you can do now to be that little bit more organized and prepared or to take the pressure off and can you ask for help I said at the beginning that you don't have to do this alone and I don't just mean alone as in you know having sober support if you like I mean ask for help for other things around the house you know so you don't have to do all of the present buying Christmas shopping present wrapping organizing kids you know you don't have to do all of that by yourself can somebody else help you and can you ask for help which brings me on to the next important thing that I would love you to consider to help if you are struggling is to make time for yourself have plenty of alone time scheduled into your days and if you need to ask for help to do that then ask for help I always talk about the importance of self-care and alone time because they are fundamental in this journey and this time of year can be especially overwhelming and you may feel forced to or obliged to you know go to more things to be happy and join in with all of the festivities because of the huge expectation that we have that everything has to be perfect it's got to be the best Christmas ever everyone's gonna have such a good time and this added pressure can make you you know pretend really or go to things that you don't really want to go to which can actually be triggering for you and it can actually cause so much overwhelm that you're not quite sure how to deal with it so it is important to make time for yourself even if it is just to prepare yourself before you go somewhere or to recharge and reset when you come back from somewhere so know your limits know what you are happy to do happy to handle and stick to those limits you know like I said if you need to leave the room for five minutes then do it and never be afraid to leave somewhere early or maybe to ask people to leave if they are in your home and think about what you do already that keeps you feeling safe and secure and supported. So early nights, for example, if going to bed early with a book is just what you do, then do that. Don't stay up late because other people are. Equally, if you love getting up early in the morning and going on a walk or doing yoga, then do that as well. And make sure that whatever alone time or whatever self-care activities are important to you make sure that you schedule them into your plans and honor those plans really a self-care activity should be non-negotiable anyway but especially at this time of year so that includes your support network you know if your um, self-care is connecting with like-minded people then keep up with that support and if you don't have that support in place 
then now's a really good time to find that support. And never feel obliged to do something that you don't particularly want to do. I think that's the most important thing. And also think about what it is that you want to do. That is equally as important. So if you don't want to go to the works Christmas party or you don't want to go to the, I don't know, the book club, which, you know, will be just full of alcohol, then what can you do instead? What will light you up instead? And Netflix washing your hair is as good as excuse as anything. But to kind of get rid of the feeling like you're missing out, then it's a good idea to plan activities that you enjoy. So whether that be taking your daughter or your son for hot chocolate on a Sunday morning, whether it be sea swimming or hiking or beach walking or just curling up under a blanket with a good book, think about those activities and plan time to do them so that you're not left feeling that you should be somewhere doing something. Um, and think about online places that you can meet people as well with everything that's going on in the world right now and we don't really know what might happen at Christmas you might not be able to physically get out and meet people like you would plan to so it's important to plan in an alternative as well so there's obviously loads of things online that you can do I'm busy doing an online course right now. I'm learning about um, hypnotherapy and I can do that from home. I don't need to go anywhere to do it. So what can you do online and think about, you know, putting alternate plans in place if, well, something happens because we don't know what might happen. Okay. And again, I just want to mention that support if you need support, if you want support, if you will feel better having support ready waiting for you in January, then I would love for you to come and talk to me. Because actually, knowing that you have something in place ready and waiting for you will help you relax. It will help you kind of feel, okay, I've got this, I can do this. I will be supported and I can't tell you that you know when I speak to prospective clients and they decide that yes I'm going to work with you even if it's not until the week after they feel better already you can see them visibly relax just knowing that the support is in place is such a freeing and, and liberating feeling so if you do need support, then I am here. I am taking bookings now for January. So book a call. Let's have a chat about how I can help you. Um, don't wait, you know, don't struggle unnecessarily. I'm here for you. So now that you've got your support sorted, whatever that looks like, the next important thing to remember to help you, you know, not struggle as much 
is to try and stick to your regular routines. And we touched on that before. You know, it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it's very important. Because when everyone around you is going, let's face it, a little bit crazy, because it's Christmas, um, sticking to your routines, sticking to the things that you normally do, is incredibly supportive. And it will stop you from, you know, feeling tempted or get swept away with what everybody else is doing. And also, I'd like you to remember that whatever it is that you might be worrying about or struggling with, it's just another day. And by that, I mean, yeah, you might have a Christmas party to go to. But the Christmas party doesn't start when you wake up at five in the morning and finish at 10 o'clock at night. It's just a few hours out of that day. You've got the rest of the day to do what you always do. So stick to your morning routine, your evening routine. If you have a nap at lunchtime, stick to that. Having good routines, things that are safe and predictable and supportive, will help so much to keep you grounded and feeling safe. I, for example, I try to bookend my day with nourishing activities, which might include meditation, journaling. I'm doing morning pages at the moment. I also do some gratitude and I've got affirmations that I like to repeat as well that's in the morning and at bedtime I like to go to bed with a book and then a meditation and I like doing these things I look forward to doing those things and they make me happy and they are very supportive so if you can start your day and end your day with something lovely then it really does help to keep you inspired and motivated about what you're doing and it's also a great excuse, a great reason not to get carried away or to be tempted to have that drink. You know, you can say things like, well, no, I've got this thing on tonight that I have to go to, that I want to go to, or you know for a fact that if you have a drink, then it's going to ruin the lovely thing that you normally do in the morning, which makes it easier to stick to your choice not to drink so whatever it is you know journaling meditation an early morning walk yoga a bubbly bath at bedtime whatever it is that you enjoy doing then keep doing doing those things okay um what's next yes dwelling on the past thinking about the past and i know that can be very triggering for two reasons you know you might think oh well last year we did this and that and it was such a good fun and I only had a few glasses and it was fine the other things about the past which happened to me recently is you know I just had this attack of uh, mum guilt I suppose you would call it about all the Christmases that I'd spoilt for my kids by getting drunk on Christmas Eve and then not being truly present for my family the next day 
you know, my husband even said to me, there's nothing worse than feeling like crap on Christmas morning. And he's right. And remembering those Christmases past, it hurts. And they can throw up all sorts of unhappy feelings of guilt and shame and regret, um, which while you might not want to do it, those feelings can cause you to want to escape, want to numb out from those feelings, which might be triggering for you. They might tempt you to reach for a drink. So while these feelings will probably come up, it's important not to dwell on them. Otherwise, you could find yourself getting more upset or anxious and emotional and go into a place you don't really want to go so recognize when these feelings might come up even if it is like I mentioned before what you did last year and it was great you know write them all down look at them and get the feelings out if you like drop into your body if you can do some exercise some movement some gentle yoga or talk to somebody but don't hold on to those feelings and thoughts about the past it's important to remember that what's done is done and it's time to focus on better things more exciting things and always always remember that by not drinking this year you're going to have the best Christmas and it's going to set the the stage if you like it's going to set you up for more amazing wonderful moments to come where you're not drinking and on that note I'd like you to think about what you can do this year to make it different often it's the association that we have with Christmas and drinking and celebrating that makes it difficult because you know that's what we do that's what we've always done so a really good way of breaking that pattern and making alcohol-free Christmases the new normal, if you like, is to begin to make new traditions, create new memories. Um, So, for example, if you always decorated your tree in the evening with wine, then why not do it in the morning with, I don't know, an ice cup of tea, obviously, <laughs> or hot chocolate. Do it in your pajamas with the kids and make it fun and exciting. Think about what you used to do on Christmas Eve. Um, and can you do something different? Can you do something even better? Um, and make that your new normal. You know, ask your family and friends. Do something with your kids, like me. Why don't you make it um, a tradition to make a Christmas vision board every year to think about the kind of Christmas that you want to have? Um, my friend, who's also alcohol-free, she lives on the coast, and instead of coming over to see her family this year because of you know what's going on, she doesn't really want to risk it, She's going to have a picnic on the beach. She lives in Spain, so, you know, it's not like having a picnic at Willy Bay (laughs) with the North Sea. That wouldn't be much fun. 
but she's doing something completely different. So you can do that too if you want to. I read something on Mumsnet, I think it was, the other day, and somebody has a Christmas tradition of on Christmas Eve, they go to the beach, and I think this is in the UK, and they eat fish and chips while they're walking along the beach, all wrapped up, and, you know, the wind and the rain beating down, and it's just lovely. So have a think. What do you want to do? What would be a lovely, different, exciting way to mark this new chapter in your life? And something that you can do year in, year out. What new tradition would you like to create this year and carry forward? Okay, I think I'm getting to the end of it now. Yeah, my final tip is to keep it simple really I've talked about all the different things that you can do and go and have and be and all the rest of it but at the end of the day this is your Christmas this is your festive season and if the thought of you know all the craziness is just too much then keep it simple keep it small Think about what Christmas really means to you. Who do you want to spend time with? What do you want to do? And really connect to that. You know, is it spending time with your family? Is it helping? Is it giving? Or is it just being with people that you love? You don't have to do all the things, go all the places, spend all your money on extravagant gifts. You can if you want to spend Christmas Day on the beach with fish and chips, you know, you can do what it is that you want to do. So don't feel forced to partake in any of it if you don't want to. You don't have to go to the extravagant indulgent parties. You don't have to stuff your face at Christmas time if you don't want to. You don't have to feel under pressure to buy the best gifts or have the most beautifully decorated tree. I've got a branch this year. That's my Christmas tree. Um, You know, do what you want to do. Do what makes you feel good, brings you joy, and most importantly, what makes you feel safe. Um, That's important. Never feel under pressure to do something that you don't want to do just because it's Christmas. So protecting yourself, honouring your decision and staying safe is the most important thing for you right now. So if you need to keep it simple, then keep it simple. Do what you are comfortable with. You know, nothing more, nothing less. And don't apologise for it. Honestly, don't. Um, And on that note, you know, I would like to say that it's important not to keep things bottled up. So if you're having all of these thoughts and feelings about what to do, um, maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious because you're not quite sure what it is that you want, then talk to somebody who you love and trust. Um, Talk to your friend, a relative, you know, send me an email, for example. Because the danger is that if we keep things bottled up or we play the same story over and over and over in our heads then we can be tempted to, you know, hit the fuck it button, excuse my language, 
and just say, that's it, it's too hard. So talk to people, write things down, share, send a message, send a text, chat to somebody in person before things get too much for you. And that goes for the whole of the festive season. You know, you're not alone. Never feel like you are alone and that you have to deal with these things for yourself. I want you to remember, and it's important to remember, that this time of year is actually a brilliant time of year if you allow it to be. It's, for me, as you know, magical and sparkly. It's full of joy and love and fun and happiness. And just because you're not drinking alcohol, it doesn't mean that you can't have all of that. It, you know, I want you to embrace it all. And it shouldn't mean that, you know, those feelings of being weird or feeling left out or alone, because it's not. You can have the best Christmas, the most lovely and magical Christmas, and not drink, you know, your whole Christmas experience is not dependent on what's in your glass. It's really not. So I hope that this has helped you. Um, you know, you've got some ideas and ways to support yourself if you feel you might be struggling or if you feel that you might be triggered in certain events or situations or with certain people. I really hope that it helps you to have a wonderful, sober and safe Christmas. And remember, if you do need support and accountability, then I am here. I also have a free Facebook group called Blissfully Sober. I'll put the link in that so you can join. Um, again, think about what you could put in place now for January, if that's the thing that's going to help you relax a little bit. Book a chat with me, send me an email. And there's always my Christmas sobriety planner. I know we're already like in the first week of December, but if you do want some extra support around planning, then I'll put a link to the planner in, in the show notes as well. And yeah, let's have a chat, you know, if you're worried or if you want some extra support. So that's it from me today. I'd really love it if you could share with me what your top tips are for enjoying a Christmas and festive season when you don't drink. Um, you know, have you done it before? Is this your first, second, third, fourth, whatever Christmas without alcohol? What works for you? What do you love about having an alcohol-free Christmas? So share with me um, on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to know. So yeah, that's it from me today. Have a wonderful week um, and I'll chat to you very, very soon. Bye for now.